Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions, folks. Opinions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, I want to start off... Oh, well, first, my name's Adam. Uh, Well, and I'm Matthew Lynn. But you guys already knew that. You knew that, guys. So... I want to start off by saying Matthew and I were looking through the analytics on YouTube in regards to her own YouTube channel. Yeah, they're fascinating. And we, we were actually kind of surprised. So twice now within podcasts have we dipped into anything kind of political, right? These political conversations. Yes. Indeed. And obviously, if you listen to the one yesterday, it was all politics yesterday. 100%. And then there was, I think, episode five, we got into a little bit on social politics and identity politics and things within that realm. And funny enough, we kind of were always iffy about stepping into politics and talking about it because we assumed people just wanted to really be entertained, not necessarily get into the politics of life. They wanted to escape from that. We didn't think anyone wanted to hear it, honestly. But those are some of our high-ranking videos through the analytics. You guys are loving it. Apparently, <laughs> you want the politics. So we're so we're we're listening, and uh, specifically yesterday's uh, conversation, we got a lot of good feedback about it. I had people texting me about it. We had comments. We had messages. It was people really liked yesterday's podcast, especially. Yeah, um, I, I had a few people tell me that we did a. An all right job covering all the different bases. Yeah. So that was that was nice to hear. We appreciate the feedback, guys. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we'll give you guys some more of those, but not today. Not today, guys. We're <laughs> gonna we're gonna tone it down a few notches today. We're gonna be a little more lighthearted. Uh, Adam Adam had a rough night, guys. So I did. In lieu of that, uh, we decided we're gonna kind of sit back today, relax a little bit, and kind of talk about something that. Is near and dear to everyone's heart, honestly. <laughs> superheroes, ladies and gentlemen. Today's subject is superheroes and anything that could possibly fall under that category. Yeah, I mean, not just the hero, the villains. There's mm-hmm. super villains. There's there's worlds that these these people, these <laughs> beings live in. Well, there's, there's, there's oh gosh, movies, t- the comics, things, discussions of which. Brands are better than the other brands. Let, let's start with the with the all encompassing question, okay? Adam, who is your favorite superhero? It'll sound cliche, but Batman. I'm definitely a big Batman fan. Always have been. Oh really? I am. Well, this I, is going to uh, be an interesting conversation, ladies and gentlemen. But you could also argue that Batman is not a superhero, so. He, I mean, doesn't technically oh, boy, have any Adam. superpowers. You just had to start with Batman. You just had to start <laughs> well, with him. Well, you might as well just jump into the waters. Okay, so I guess rather than tell you my favorite, let's just start with my least favorite superhero. <laughs> it's Batman. Uh, who is Batman? I hate him. I can't stand Batman. Um, so let's begin, I guess. Why do you think he's great? Hmm. Well, I just, I actually like 
the fact, and I think this is why a lot of people like him, I like the fact that he doesn't have the superpowers. He's basically just this very highly intellect person who just happened to be born into one of the wealthiest families into the in the world to mm. be able to, you know, put on the, the crusade. I don't know. There's also a lot of, I also like the way that the Batman character has evolved over the years. So okay. if you look into the, you know, the very first depictions of Batman from uh, Bob Kane, it's, you know, you get the, you know, the tights and the underwear on the outside and yeah. the shark repellents and this, very, that, like, and the ice other thing. Very, like, ice skater Batman. Yeah, very, very G-rated also. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. And, and those are good. I mean, obviously, know your roots, embrace the past, right? But... But you also like the way that that character has evolved now is there are there are people who have written books about the psychosis of Batman and Bruce <laughs> Wayne and what it would take for or what somebody in real life would have to have going on in their mind to tell them that, oh, it's OK to dress up like a bat and be this vigilante, but right. still maintain that same kind of intelligence level. And then aside from just Batman, the character, you also get to see how all of these characters have evolved. I mean, look at the Joker. He's probably the most iconic iconic comic book character period i love the in joker the world. everybody loves the joker exactly everybody right? loves the but that's also a character that has drastically evolved over the years and he's I, almost not quite the same in any uh batman story yeah like from one always, to another he's very different but that's also the same thing with batman you know you can get the really yes, gritty true. kind of frank miller batmans you can get kind of the adam west batmans you can get something where in the middle you know you can you have nolan's realistic you know, Batman trilogy that he what, did. What's, right? the, what's the one that talked about? Who's that one? Which one was that one? That was the Christopher Nolan ones. That was Christopher Nolan. That, yeah. that was the newer one? The Not the one. The newest ones are with Ben Affleck. These are the ones back from like, I think The Dark Knight came out in 2008. Yeah, with The Heath Dark Ledger. Knight. With Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was that him. one. Okay. Yeah, that was the one. That but, was probably the most ridiculous Batman. The Dark Knight? Great movie. Fantastic. I loved the movie. Uh-huh. But that Batman, I mean, come the fuck on. Oh, the you dude, mean the Batman, the character himself? Yes. Okay. It was just, we get it. We get it. You're gruff. You're tough. You're Batman. Well, that's that's obvi- That's the biggest fucking gripe anybody has about that movie. I mean, I have that about that movie. Just the whole two. He never broke it for a minute, I dude. Know. The dude was solid nobody the whole time. Under- nobody understood it either because in the first... <laughs> it was so unnecessary. Well, and they already did another movie before that one. They did Batman Begins, right? Right. And if you watch that movie, you know, he makes his voice lower like this. But not... But it's, not this- no, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're, you're right though you're right but anyways but there's a there's an evolution that has happened to the batman character in the batman world over the years and it hasn't been anything like any of the other superheroes you haven't seen that same kind of evolution with superman i mean there has been evolution don't get me wrong superman's very classic yes that's one thing that i actually really love about him Mm -hmm. uh, is that he kind of hasn't really changed over the years yeah and i mean it's hard to change superman in particular because he kind of gets off as he's like the hero of heroes, right? He gets all the powers. Well, I think in one of the comics, he even becomes a god at one point, you know? Yeah, like he is literally Superman. So, but I like that he's still very classic. His his yeah. um, attire, what he wears, hasn't changed. 
uh, you know, his, his gal hasn't changed. Right. I just, I don't know. He's not my favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite one is Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man a lot, I too. love Spider-Man because he's your typical, he's like a regular guy, uh-huh. kind of nerdy, um, and he becomes like his perfect alter ego, almost. Like yeah. Spider-Man is the kind of badass shit talker, you know, saves the day, but he's going to make you work for it a little bit right. kind of thing. Whereas Peter Parker is like a nerd who... He's our typical. He's our, he's what we all were in high school, right? Where most of us were in high school. Right. He wants the pretty girl who really wants him too, but he's afraid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's very very relatable. Um, there's a clear way that he got his superpowers. Mm-hmm. Right. He got bit by the spider, so it's very easy to understand. He doesn't come from outer space or any other pl- world or anything like that. He's right. just a dude. Uh, and. Really, what's his gimmick? He's got the web, right? But other than that, he's clever, right? Like that, he has to use his I, web in clever ways. I, yeah, I I actually think the only real powers that Spider Man has because the webs aren't even part of his skin in the comics. They're cartridges, They're cartridges, so they can even run out. Yeah, and they do all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think his only powers are actually just the strength. I, he's strong. Okay, you're right. I did forget about that one. So there's strength, there's the spider sense, the spidey sense. The spidey sense. And then, and then he can move really fast. Well, he can crawl on walls. Oh, yeah. He that's does true, have that too. He does have to crawl that. on walls. But, and I'm sure there's diehard Spider-Man fans who are like, well, he can also do this and this and then this yeah, episode. Yeah, but he can't fly. He doesn't yes, have lasers. Yeah. There's no x-ray vision. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. But... Um, no, I've actually always really liked He can Spider-Man. do it without his suit, right? In the comics, does he have to have his suit on to have his powers? He's no, still no, super no. strong. He's... He can go on walls and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Parker. The costume is simply for utility purposes and totally covering his identity. Yeah. Like it, like it. So um, back to Batman, because I'm not done with him yet. <laughs> uh, he's not a superhero, first of all. Right. So there's nothing super about him. Right. Right. Except for maybe his intellect, arguably. Not even that. His freaking butler is way smarter than he is. His butler's always answering the question for him. He's always, what, what's the butler's name? What's, oh, Alfred? Al, Alfred. That's uh-huh. what it, okay. He's always like, <laughs> Alfred, I need to save the fucking world. And I don't know how to do it. And Alfred's like, oh, well, your father would have, you know, sat back and relaxed for a minute. And the idea will come to you. And <laughs> It's always Alfred saving the day. Batman just goes and punches the dudes. No, that's not, that's not really how, ha- I mean... I guess you could argue that in like some of the depictions of Batman, but that's what's really cool about Batman is there's a lot of different variations and depictions of him. Well, it goes deeper. So he's not super, okay? But let's take the other half. He's not a hero either. Even if he was, well, he's a vigilante. Super. He's never he's a, described he's a, as a, he's never described as a hero. He's exactly. A, he's always described as a vigilante. So he is neither super nor hero. So how dare we call him a superhero? Well, and I even stated that at the beginning that technically <laughs> you could argue that he's not a superhero. He's a rich for the guy with gadgets. He just added. That's it. And you know, while I'm at it, I hate to do it because I do kind of like him. Uh, Iron Man, you're not a superhero either, homie. You're I also never, just a rich guy with a suit. I was never into Iron Man. Well, I love uh, who was it who played the Robert Downey Robert Jr. Jr. Great, awesome, did an awesome job playing him. Yeah, uh, but I think that it it's not fair for me to be like I like the actor, so I like the superhero too. Right? Because really, I don't. He's mm-hmm. I like that he's a shit talker. I like when the superheroes are kind of sassy. Right. Yeah. 
So would you consider some so like would you consider somebody like in Marvel they have because I'm trying to think actually through like the Marvel superheroes and I, I feel like the main ones that you at least see through the Marvel movies right now, I feel like most of them you really wouldn't consider, I think, superheroes. Well, so who do we got for Marvel? We got so you we have, Iron so Man. So you have Iron Man, Not which a superhero. went through that. You have Thor. Thor, who's a god. I'll give him superhero. Okay. You'll give him superhero? He's superhero. He's got powers. Okay. Yeah, superhero. You have Hulk, I guess that would be a superhero. His powers can get angry. Again, I would argue he's not really a hero, Mm -hmm. but I guess he makes good decisions in the end. Right. Uh, Hawkeye, I wouldn't consider a superhero. Uh, No one even cares about him. Yes. Nor Black Widow. Don't even know who that is. Nor, uh, no, Captain America is a superhero. He's got super Captain America is a badass. Yes, and if you don't think he is, then honestly, you should just not live in America. That's because Captain America is the quintessential badass. That's his thing, though. He has super strength, right? That's his power. Well, mostly, I think his shield is his thing. He's just really clever with his shield. Okay, I think he has super strength. Super strength. I think that he's uh, really fast. He's like a superhuman. Yeah, they they brought him back in World War One to fight or World War Two to fight the fucking Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Or they they turned a really. Oh yeah, because I guess he was like super. He was like super small, skinny kid or something. Yeah, he got and fucked they up did. or something. Yeah, they beefed right. him up. Yeah, that's right. No, he's a badass superhero okay. all the way. Superhero. Um, um, who else? We got Spider Man. It's well, Marvel, right? Superhero. Superhero. Love yeah. him. Uh, oh god, what are what are the X Men? Ooh, the uh, I feel like the X Men are just in their own kind of Don't league. They? So if anything, they would be my favorite group. I love. I love the X Men. So I'm not a really big fan of like the Marvel comics and the Marvel movies, but I do really enjoy. There's uh, two specifically I really enjoy. It's actually Spider Man and the X Men series. I really enjoy. X Men is X-Men. really neat because they give it like a human take to it. Yeah, like, like each a... of them have their own small power, mm-hmm. and really they need each other to be a badass. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, and yeah, exactly. And it's it's like everybody's this puzzle piece, right? And they all have to come exactly. together for it. What I really enjoy about X-Men also is there's always kind of been this undertone where you have the mutants and then you have the regular people, right? Right. And the mutants are being looked at as this deformity. It's like it doesn't matter if you can do this or this or yeah, fly. Kind of it's a deformity, on. right? Mm-hmm. So what I really enjoy about that series is even though there's real shit and super villainy stuff going on around them that they have to solve, the the it's like the base undertone of the whole thing is like we are, you know, second class citizens to regular people, but yet we're the ones with superpowers. So it really creates this this really interesting conflict because that's the whole thing, right? Magneto, the one of the you know you could argue the arch nemesis of the X Men crew, right? And then you have Charles Xavier, Professor X, who's a, a head of the X Men crew. Picard, right? Yeah, John yeah. Picard. Uh, love him. And uh, it's great. But what's really cool about their dynamic <laughs> is they're friends. One just happens to think that we should learn to be integrated with human society and magneto's like well fuck you we're superheroes like screw everybody else they well, want to hate us we're super people you like, super people so they yeah. make themselves villain exactly right so why it's, should they be friends with the humans when they yeah. can just rule over them exactly you know what i mean but they're both kind of just as powerful which is why they've always like fought with each other yeah so here here's a good question for you 
Hugh Jackman or Jean-Luc Picard, who played a better X-Man? Because they're the best two, right? Wolverine and the fucking Professor. Right. They're the two so coolest So you mean like X-Men. who out- outacted the Yeah, other and the person? actual actors. Who who acted oh, better? I I think they're on the same It's same hard, level. isn't it? They're well, both really good. Well, no, I think they're on the same, same level. Um, I give it to Picard. Sorry. Oh, it hurt my body to say it, but I give wait, it to I'm, him. Wait, I'm confused what you're asking here. Because you know Hugh Jackman and John Luke... John Luke Picard, Patrick Stewart didn't play the same person. I know they did not play the same person. Okay. I'm saying that within their roles, they both played X-Men. Who played an X-Man better? Okay. Well, I would, I mean, I would have to say Hugh Jackman because I really want to, too. Well, the the reason why I have to is because Hugh Jackman set a precedence of how that role is supposed to be played. When you think of Wolverine, the name Wolverine is now synonymous with Hugh Jackman. Even when they went back and started making the prequels, they, they didn't get Patrick Stewart to play his younger self. They got somebody else. But Hugh Jackman was still playing Wolverine. So I only argue that Wolverine is an easier role to play than the professor is. Oh, I don't think That's so. That's my only argument. Because Wolverine, you only really need to be a muscular badass. Because all he really does is back talk. So Not- you just have to be like the shut everyone out kind of attitude. But with the professor, you have to like, you have to have emotion. You have to have hatred at the right moments, because at the at the peak, at the apex of the movie, it's like the it's the it's the anger that really gets his power out. Yeah, but, but you, most of the time he's calm and cool and collected. And, but you had but you had those moments also with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I mean, especially within the first. Uh, well, I would argue the first uh, couple X Men movies, not X Men Three. Fuck that movie. Um, but then also, <laughs> like, did you see Logan? The newest one of him, uh, like no, super. No, I didn't see that one. Dude, it's really good. Oh my gosh, Matt, that is like even okay, even superhero and X Men stuff aside, uh-huh. it is just a very powerful movie. Just a good movie. It's very good movie. So it's like specifically the story of Wolverine. It's it's base. It's the last story of oh. Wolverine. That's why it's called Logan. It's, what do you mean the last story? He can't die. Well, it's about the uh, well, but the whole thing was Hugh Jackman's not reprising his role, so but he wanted but he wanted to do uh, one more movie. So do they make him like sail off into the distance in the end? So he's just gone. You'll have to watch it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. For they can't you. kill him, so they have to just banish him. You'll or have to watch it. It's a. I think you will really enjoy it. It's a very good movie, and it's rated R too. So it's the only X Men movie where you get to hear Wolverine just say "fuck" every other word. Oh. And you get to hear Professor X, too. But the story behind it's really cool, right? So you have Professor X that's still in this, right? Right. And I'll, I'll try to explain this without spoiling anything, per se. Okay. But Professor X has... Um, He's getting old, right? So he's this telepath. Getting old? He's yeah. finally starting to get a little well, old. Well, I'm talking about the movie specifically. <laughs> he's 107. Though, right? He's starting to get old. <laughs> but in the movie, though, I mean, who is Professor X? He's this guy who has telekinetic and psychic abilities, right? Right. Well, what happens when somebody with telekinetic and psychic abilities starts to develop dementia? <gasps> oh, that would be a good time. Yes. Oh, my. So the movie touches on that. A little bit, and oh, it's that's just fun. It's a really good movie, dude. Which one was the X Men movie where they had him go back in time and find the professor when he was younger? Days of Futures Past. 
that was the last one I watched. Um, that was really good. I really loved that movie. I really liked that one. I the last one I saw, or I think it's the last one that came out also, was Apocalypse with the blue guy, the big blue villain. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. Missed that, that one. How was it? Um, I enjoyed it. I tend to, but I'm one of those people where it's like, oh, I enjoyed the X Men movies, and people will go, why? You know, it's really yeah. I th- I think it's are they notoriously not well loved. Yeah, I think amongst a lot of diehard comic book and even the even the movie uh, superhero movie nerds, I think there's a lot of people who have a lot of gripes with it, and I and I understand why do they just feel that the movie didn't do it justice. I think they feel all the movies don't do them justice. I can totally issue. see that. Yeah. I can so, see that. Plus, and I re- when somebody finally explained to me, so the newest movie was called X Men Apocalypse, right? This big blue villain, that's what he was. His name was Apocalypse. And he's supposed to be okay. like the father of the mutants, right? Like, that's oh. where everybody, he's in this ancient thing where. And that's, they kill him. They kill their uh, dad. Well, they, they kill him. They that's do. That's great. But the thing is, uh, but. It was this one movie, right? It was he showed up at the beginning of the movie and then was, you know, defeated at the end of the movie. So you only got this being for this. But I guess within the X-Men universe, he's like the equivalent to like Thanos is in the Marvel universe or that Dark Side is in the DC universe. Oh, and they universe. gave him like a two hour like. Exactly. Oh, he had like a cameo. So he almost, yeah. So he was supposed to be this big giant villain, you know, similar to these ones from these other brands. And they just didn't. And he just ended up being this. So I enjoyed the movie going into it, not knowing any of that. Did you follow any comics as a kid? Did you follow any of the X Men or anything? So I didn't ever really follow uh, any superhero comics. I think my dad at one point tried to get me into them, and I think it was just might have been just the art style or the way that you read through them that I didn't like. But there were, but one thing I did enjoy when I was younger is I liked comic strips. So my oh yeah, like actual funny comics. Yes, yeah, so like my in the newspaper. So my dad and uh, my family in general are really into like Charlie Brown and Snoopy and the Peanuts oh, Gang, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And so my dad has used to have this uh well he probably still does but this book that was just all of these uh peanut comics oh that's cool and so i would just sit there and just read all of these little strips right and then but he also had a book that was like just these little snippets of batman comics from when the <laughs> comics were actually in like the newspaper these like tiny little oh things. like when they were actually drawn like back yes, in the day exactly oh, so cool. it was this book that was just like classic batman comics so you got did you the, and did, was batman comics cool did you dig it as a kid well that was just it it's like i i always liked the superhero because at that point there were movies like tim burton's batman was already around as well as like some of the sequels at that point and there was the cartoon series on cartoon network that was out so through those outlets is how I came to love Batman. And then I started learning about the actual comic stuff later on. But even till this day, I don't really read the comics when I want to know like what happened in them. I'll like go to the internet and just be like, give me the synopsis of like who this character is, how they came to be. I don't know what it is. I've, I've tried to go back and read some of the like classic, you know, even some of the newer ones that are out and I just can't get into them the same way. So to me, comic books like actual paperback comic Mm -hmm. books are very much like vinyls Mm -hmm. in that it's kind of a culture yeah so they're totally unnecessary but they're still around because people just like to interact with the information that way i'd agree with that um so when i was a kid was 
we're only like a year or two apart, me and you. So yeah. I was pretty similar. Uh, comic books had kind of already had their time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I was born in the early 90s. So I got my superheroes from cartoons. Right. Um, and you said Cartoon Network, and it may have been. I think um, that's what I just remember, like, or like Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. That might have been where it started. <laughs> so yeah. if there's any nerds out there, like right after the Thundercats days, yes. like you had like the Thundercats, He-Man kind of days. I was just going to say He-Man, So yeah. the next edition of cartoons that came out, they did a lot of like Superman. There was a, there was a Superman one. I there was a Spider-Man one. one that I was really into. I got into the Spider-Man. Um, there was, and then Power Rangers kind of came around a little while after that. Yeah. That so was, that was my interaction with superheroes. Mm -hmm. Nope, and I was, and just as you said, we're just, you know, a year or two apart. So it was very similar with me. I remember watching, I think a big one that was on too was like Batman Beyond I used to watch. And yeah. even, even when I was younger growing up, I really, you know, people make fun of them now, but I really enjoyed the Batman movies with like Mr. Freeze. Oh, Arnold and, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like uh, who else was it there? Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I actually really, as a kid, I really enjoyed those movies and watching those movies. You know, I'll have but, to say I did too. I really, there you know. was a, an older Superman movie that came out a little after the Mr. Freeze Batman days. It was, it was a little newer than that. Oh, but it, um, it, it was like a Kevin, is that the one where Kevin Spacey played Lex Luthor? Maybe it may have been, it was okay. a really young Kevin Spacey. Younger. Yeah. It may have been, um, I don't know. It had the typical Lois Lane and the dude with the gorgeous hair. And mm -hmm. was, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was a typical Superman movie, but it it must have been whichever one was popular in the mid '90s because that's that's when I was watching it. Oh, see, I don't even know if one came out in the mid. I think there was a show, a Superman show. Oh, Smallville. Are you thinking of the show Smallville? No, earlier than that. Oh, okay. Earlier than that. I'm not sure then. I, I don't know either. Because I think the Christopher Reeve Batman movies were, oh, maybe one of them, because I think there was four of those, so maybe one of them came out. You know what? If you know the answer. Somebody tell us. So Kyle, just... we know you're out there. <laughs> Let us know in the comments, brother. He'll tell us. <laughs> Good on you, Kyle. Good on you. No, but I, uh, but yeah, that's how I grew up with them. Comics that I actually really enjoyed, and this is why I think more the reason why I didn't get into the superhero comics was due to like the art style. I'm really particular about stuff like that because one thing I did get into when I was younger was reading mangas, which are anime comic books. That's where animes come from. Okay. Didn't like, like, Dragon Ball Z and stuff started as that. Started right? as that, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know you're talking Basically about. Basically, any anime you it's watch. It's getting more and more popular now, actually. Yeah, it's it's definitely it definitely started with our generation, and it's working its way up from there. I mean, you could argue it happened with Gen X, but I mean, it's our generation going to the. So the I cons. have I have no knowledge of mangas at all. Mm -hmm. um, what was it that made them appealing to you as a kid? Like I said, I think it was the art style. I've just always thoroughly enjoyed the art style of anime and mm. what I really, what I think a lot of, I mean, anime gets a lot of bad rep simply because it's, well, first of all, people will associate it with its fan base and the fan base isn't always, you know, people you want to associate yourself with. And I'm speaking as somebody who used to associate myself with them. Right. Right. And there's also, and unfortunately, there's a lot of animes out there that glorify, you know, women's 
women's boobs and butt. And they're very sexually oriented. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, there's. I've watched animes where it's like a you know a boy in high school and he just happens to find himself in this like supernatural situation where like there are five girls who are just aching after him and they're all kind of like fighting over him. You know, and there's a core story also, but really it's just watching twelve episodes of that, right? So I mean, it's somewhat relatable though. I mean, every every young man has had those. Uh, thoughts well of course that's why <laughs> that's why people like to watch uh, because it's almost like outliving a fantasy right in yeah. some weird way but but so that but that's but that's where like the stigma of anime comes from whereas why a lot of people who don't watch and make fun of it and things like that but what I always appealed to me was it was you could do more with the animation that made telling a story more believable. So one thing that you always get with the comic books, the Marvel, the DCs, is there's a very kind of specific way you animate a comic book. And I think if I say a comic book animation, anybody kind of knows what that looks like and what that is, right? Yeah, I gotcha. And, but I think those go a little too far with creating these very realistic character looking characters and such because then when you're trying to animate them doing something unrealistic well you may not be able to do that or be able to do it in a very entertaining way for somebody who's just looking at a picture whereas anime is kind of this cross between cartoon and a more realistic image of people so you're able to do these more kind of outlandish things with these characters and put them in these situations, but right. still be able to view it like it's something other than a cartoon because these are pe- these are people that are drawn to proportion. They have five fingers, five toes, or you know, ten, five fingers, ten fingers, ten toes. So I would argue that maybe the depiction of the people is a little bit more believable, but the mm-hmm. worlds that they're in are oh, usually totally very different. fantastic and made up. But I think the only reason why you can get away with that in the kind of manga anime sphere is because of the animation style they chose for the people. So right. you, you can kind of create this you know, otherworldly thing but still be able to ground it in reality a little bit, if that makes sense. You know, you're, you're not having a, you know, you're not having... But you can keep it relatable. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to say it. You can keep yeah. it more relatable. You know, you're not having a mouse, a turtle, and, you know, a, a magic cloud, you know, traveling to imagination right. land. There are three people. They might have crazy hair or mm-hmm. or the weapons might be a little yeah. fantasy or something. And just as you said, relatable. If in every manga and every anime, they always end up giving people backstories. And the backstories are always just that. They're very relatable things. Oh, my mom was in the hospital. I cared for her for years, you know, and then she died. So it caused me to do this. Oh, you know, I didn't get along with my brother growing up. We were always fighting, you know, and we still can't, you know, see past her's differences. Or the, they're always, they're always relatable. I was born situations. with a power level of 10,000. <laughs> yeah. And I was meant to save the world. <laughs> That kind of stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which I mean, I, I relate to that, but <laughs> absolutely right. But no, but I think that's uh, that's at least why I enjoy anime, and I think why I enjoyed manga growing up more. I think the fight scenes in uh, anime is a lot cooler than the fight scenes in comic books. Yes, me too. 
That um, was probably also a contributing factor. I mean, you're 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 watching, you know, I mean Dragon Ball Z is the perfect example. You're just energy rays everywhere shooting from people's, you know, hands and feet and I mean energy rays are amazing, right? You you collect it in Fuck a ball, yeah. you shoot it at each other, it blows stuff up. And it's if cool. anybody out there who watched Dragon Ball Z tries to claim that they did not at one point in their life try to perform a real life Kamehameha, you're a fucking liar. Oh, you're liar. lying. You're lying. <laughs> I didn't even watch that show that much, and I did it. You know, I do think that, so comics are typically more of a Western thing, right? Like our marvel and dc and it, it's more of a western as somebody ignorant to that i, I would say yes i yeah. think so so the uh the scripting in it like the actual words and how the characters talk and stuff we must lose a lot of of the character in mangas we must lose a lot of them through translation y- whereas yes. we keep a lot more of our our superhero characters because we you know there's no translating that needs to happen i mean yes and no i mean you have to remember these the people who go in and translate these uh words first of all i'm sure they go through more than one you know translator because there are mistranslations to a lot of things right there's a lot of languages that don't have certain words or certain proverbs or idioms that don't even exist in the english language right? right i mean something completely different so there are some things that they have to change and actually if you ask any anime fan they'll tell you that they see those happen all the time especially in anime there's a anime streaming service like the netflix of anime called crunchyroll and, yeah, you've talked about yeah. that before. So the cool thing about Crunchyroll is you can go into Crunchyroll, you can watch all of, you know these animes. They have a giant you know, list of them. Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you can watch all of these <laughs> animes, but they're all in their original language, Japanese. You can't watch them in English. Oh. So you get the subtitles with oh. them, and what's funny is as far as the mistranslations go i i can point out many a times i've watched any of these animes and a subtitle will come up and i've literally had to pause it rewind it rewind there's a word people ever heard before go back <laughs> <laughs> and like read it again i'm like and sometimes it just won't make any fucking sense. It'll it's just be out of place. It's mistranslations. Just, just one of those mistranslations. Or there, or there was no other way to translate it. Maybe that was the only way. It's like, okay, well, it means this. <laughs> so here you go. I guess they get as close as possible. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, but as far as the superhero topic goes, though, I don't ever think you could really... I don't know if you could really group any one anime or manga character as a superhero because really it's they all just kind of are if the premise of a lot of them are just you know oh i can do that just as you said i was born with a power level of ten thousand. yeah how every else, character however is super. will i yeah the whole the whole world they live in is super yeah our superheroes are super people who live in a regular world yeah you know what i mean Whereas sometimes you get some cool variation that where you'll get regular people who live in a super world. I mean, you could argue that with like Attack on Titan or Death Note. Um, but uh, what's going to really have to happen, Matthew, is I'm going to have to sit you down and say, okay, Matthew, <laughs> this is anime. <laughs> I'm, I'm so ignorant to um, just superheroes in general. 
I just missed that boat. I was a math kid. Mm-hmm. I was doing like I was counting leaves on a tree. Honestly, though, that's what why I kind of wanted to have this conversation with you. Also, <laughs> I just thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation with somebody who you think it'd be funny really... to throw me under the bus, Adam. No, you, th- you, you thought that was, you thought it was a good idea. You definitely have opinions. You know, you're definitely young, dumb, and full of them. Thanks. But... <laughs> Thanks. I think. <laughs> but so, does every superhero? Do they all have like a kryptonite? Like, is there all? Do all of them have one thing that's their super weakness? Um, I, I don't think all the time. No, I don't think Spider Man has one. There's not one specific thing that's like Spider Man's weakness, right? Or even things like Aquaman. I don't think either. Super. Well, I guess Superman's the one that has kryptonite, but. Is that the thing they had to give Superman kryptonite because he was so badass? Yes, and they've. <laughs> They've given them other things over the years also. Like really? yeah, certain like constituencies, right? So they've <laughs> so they've yeah, there's He's half as strong in the month of October. The, it's literally <laughs> things like that. That's ridiculous. It's literally things like that. So like there's one specific thing and I'm probably getting some of this wrong as far as the wording oh, is concerned. Oh, the internet's gonna attack oh, I know. you, Adam. But so Superman, I believe, draws his power from our son, right? Okay. So having said that, there are some sons, because remember, S- Superman can go off into space and interstellar oh, travel yeah. and all that other shit, right? He chills on Krypton all the time. Yeah. So there are some sons that drain his power, and there are other sons that will actually grant him more power than our own son does. Okay. So, so there's one of the things. Uh, there's been. There's so been, he's different levels of power based on what solar system he's in. Yes. There's. There's a lot though, but there's also. But he's just a god though, really. So does he beat all the other superheroes? He could. Does he beat Thor? I'm sure he could. Yes. One hundred percent, dude. Okay, so there's this video on YouTube. <laughs> you told me about this. The once. Goku versus Superman. Yeah. I still don't believe it. Tell the viewers. To, for anyone who doesn't know. Okay, so there's this video on YouTube, and it's it's a channel that these guys run. It I, I can't remember what the channel is called. Sorry, kind of a sort of shout out. But they had this video <laughs> called Superman versus Goku. And the whole thing was just that. They these guy I was very impressed. These guys really went into each of the the lore of both the characters, every single thing that they have ever done in the history of their existence. They're the two biggest badasses. Yes. They have saved their respective world more times than you can count. Yes. And it's been a question amongst comic book and anime fans of who would win, Goku or Superman. And to be honest, a lot of people argue Goku, just as you do. But... I mean, dude... He's got the Super Saiyan thing. There's so many different levels of it. They trust me, dude. They were, I, I, I could explain it back, but I just would not do his justice. But I will say that I was somebody like you, who was like Goku would win. Fuck Superman. Goku's got Superman, especially when he when he's he got, got the time chamber. The time chamber. They put all of that into consideration, man. They and literally Superman still won. Superman still won. So Goku could not find some kryptonite. They, Are you kidding me? They visited that scenario also. I'm telling you, dude, every... If sen- he finds kryptonite, it's game over. I'm telling you, dude, every scenario you can think of in your head, they they thought about, 
They explained it. And did they put into account the Dragon Ball Z homies? Piccolo is going to come hell. No, these are just one-on-one fights. Oh, bullshit. So neither. No, Goku doesn't do that. He's going to have Krillin. Krillin's going to get his ass kicked for 20 minutes before Goku even gets there. No, well, but that's just it, though. Goku's a big-time advocate on the one-on-one fight. He doesn't want an unfair fight. That's always his thing. After the the villain is tired and has already beaten everyone in the world up, then Goku will come around and be like, I'm the last one left. No, there was literally an episode where Goku and Cell were fighting... And Cell was Cell was hurt in some way, shape, or form. And Goku literally turns to Krillin and goes, Krillin, do you have any more of those sensu beans? And Krillin's like, oh, yeah, here you go, Goku. And Goku fucking takes the sensu bean and throws it to Cell so that he's at full power again so that okay. Goku can get a fair fight. But in the Frieza saga, isn't... By the time Goku even gets there, isn't Frieza so tired from kicking everyone's ass that he goes his own, like... Like, everyone can kind of do a Super Saiyan thing, right? They can all, like, evolve to the next power level. Doesn't Frieza literally go to the next power level because he's tired of kicking everyone's ass at the first power level? He goes... He's like, I'm bored. I'm going to power up to fight you now. Yes, that did happen. Okay. But... So he literally went through the whole first level of power just kicking Krillin's ass. But Goku wasn't there, though. Exactly. When Goku gets there, the villain was already tired from beating everyone up. No, that has. It's always Goku gets there with the villains at their most powerful. The Goku kicks their ass, and he always has to get to some next level in order to kick their ass. I never saw. I'm just saying. I never saw a saga where Krillin didn't get his ass kicked for about 30 minutes well, while Goku was powering up. That's just because that's what Krillin does. That's literally but, what his character's for. But it wasn't because. Uh, look, okay, we're getting off. <laughs> Getting crazy here about Dragon Ball Z. So also, we're... real quick, I just want to say, just real quick, okay? What Matthew? <laughs> what is it? So, if Goku can't beat Superman, okay, Gohan can, because technically Gohan is the strongest character in the whole Dragon Ball Z universe. Let me tell you, dude. One of my biggest fucking gripes. <laughs> With the fucking Dragon Ball Z series is the fact (laughs) that Gohan was not a bigger deal after the Cell Saga. When they came back into the Buu Saga and he was like, like he was trying to be a superhero. Remember, he's like, I'm the great Saiyan man. I was like, oh, fuck you, Gohan. Technically, he, if you really look into it and I. I, I dare you guys really look into I bel- it. I know. As far as the lore goes, Gohan is the strongest character in all of existence. Yep. But his his thing that holds him back is he hates fighting. Is he hates he fighting? He hates fighting. Ugh. Yeah. He beats so with a one hand Kamehameha. Like, yeah, he's, he could beat anybody. Yes, I, I. He could even beat Goku technically. I am one hundred percent on your side with that, but. So put him against Superman. Let's see what happens. But instead, we have him as just the great Saiyan. Well, he would fucking lose because he never fucking trains. The thing is, he has the potential. Like, the potential is already there. But he doesn't do anything with... Oh, that's just another gripe for another day. Whatever. But anyways, go check out Superman versus Goku. Apparently, it's interesting. And you'll see what I mean. I'll probably just show it to Matthew after this podcast, and we'll uh, you know, discuss it the next time that we're there. <laughs> so, you know, I just had a weird thought. Do you think that, like, Goku or Superman or, like, any superhero, I guess, do you think they could live in, like, real world? 
Do you think they could actually make it in our reality? Ugh. Like maybe Spider-Man could because he could be a regular guy. But someone like Superman. Well, it's always interesting to think of how what we know as society, how we would really view somebody who did that. So are we assuming that this is a like our world now, the comic books and stuff already exists, right? We already have the knowledge we have of superheroes and things like that. Yeah, let's assume that. Let's say that like literally tomorrow, Spider-Man's born. Well, the first thing that would happen is we would look at them and be like, this guy's of this guy's an idiot or this guy's a freak or this guy must there must be wrong, something wrong with this person and that person would have to be around long enough without breaking any laws you couldn't be a batman <laughs> unless you were super sneaky and you a certainly couldn't start out as a batman no you'd have to work your way to that yeah so <laughs> and then you would have to help enough people to where then people will be proud to be like oh we have mr man in our you know <laughs> town or city or whatever it is but I don't know. I think now if you want to argue having a Superman, let's say somebody with the powers of Superman existed mm-hmm. in our world. Let's say. Well, everybody would would view him as a god, wouldn't they? What if you woke up as Superman tomorrow? Would you tell people? Ooh. Or would you hold on to that for a little bit first? I feel like I'd have to hold on to it for a little bit first. Because the first thing that's going to happen is really it's like what the premise of Batman versus Superman was. Batman was like, I have to I have to kill Superman because if he at any point decides that he doesn't like humans anymore, well, he can fucking wipe out the human race. Right. Right. So so leave it to Batman to beat up Superman. Of course, that's going to work. I'm just saying that that's what's that's what would happen if I will. Like, that's the first thing that would go into my mind is I can't tell anybody. I can't let anybody know. Would you tell me? Because I don't even know of what I would fucking do at first, dude. I, first, I'd probably have to see if I can control no. them. You wouldn't tell me? It'd probably be like a day before. I'd have to see if this is a fluke or if this is something that's going to stick with me. Like, did you wake up with the 24-hour, like it's a flu, the 24-hour flu? I, well, I wouldn't say it's it's out of the or, It's kind of out of the ordinary to wake up as Superman, Matthew. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> if I wake up and I'm levitating from my bed just because I now have the ability to fly, well, the first thing I'm going to think is, well, I'm fucking possessed. I'm levitating off of bed, you know? And then, like, if all of a sudden you're just brushing your teeth and laser beams come out of your eyes, well, you might be a little concerned about that. I might not be able to hide it from you. You'll probably just know. The house will just be destroyed. I'll be, like, in a fetal position in the corner. <laughs> yeah, heck, I don't know my own strength. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening to me, guys. But, no, I think... I, I think feel just... like I would have to tell everyone. If I woke up as Superman tomorrow, with I would full, have to tell everyone. With full control over powers? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, like I could fly when I want. I could shoot okay. laser beams. I can x-ray vision. I mean, if something like that existed in the real world, I mean, the first thing that has to happen is panic, right? Well, I mean, if they, I mean, think about the actual Superman, right? Everyone panicked when they found out there was a super person. Right. But if they try to shoot him or catch him or attack him, he just flies away. So at some point you just have to accept See, that. See, you, you're okay. not even, there's nothing to be afraid of. And I just hope to God that he's, you know, always on your side. Yeah, like, I dare you to try to arrest me. I'm Superman. Mm-hmm. I do whatever I want. If you could have a new superpower, which superpower would you have? Oh. Well, not flying. I hate heights. Okay. Fuck flying. Um, 
You don't really need super strength. It's not incredibly helpful. I would say I would probably go with... You, have, kind you, of, have you not thought about this before? I guess I've never really thought about it before. Ooh, I feel like that's just a thought that every everybody has at some point. No, well, I hate flying. Everyone wants to fly, right? I hate, but I hate heights. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I would say like laser beams from the eyeballs, like that kind of, or like really good vision. Okay, would be nice. Okay, um, something that could help me make money, like if I could be incredibly smart. Oh, there you go, like, like crazy that. intellect. Yeah, that'd be great. Something practical, something that actually helps every day. Because, listen, I'm not a superhero. Right. So if I have superpowers, I am not, not going to use them <laughs> to, help, to try to save anybody. Okay, that is, no, I'm telling you right now, I'm not a superhero. Right. So, yeah, if I have superpowers, I'm going to use it to try to, like, start a company or something. I think I'd want to have telekinesis. Oh, that's a good one. Be able to move. Where were you thirty seconds ago, Adam? I was curious what you were going to come up with. Oh, telekinesis would be awesome. That'd I think telekinesis would be cool. You know what I'd really like too? You remember like Sabrina the Teenage Witch back yeah. in the day? How she could like snap her fingers and like there'd be a bowl of fruit on the table, like whatever she wanted, she could just snap her fingers and it appeared. Right. That is the superpower I would want. Okay, so almost like you'd want to be like a warlock or a witch kind of figure that could do things like that. Yeah, but a nice one. I don't. I don't like the spirits. Well, they don't, and stuff. I'm not saying it has to be mean. I'm just saying, but like yes, those. I want to be able to snap my fingers and make anything appear. That Ooh. would be super helpful. That'd be interesting. I would get really fat though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd get super fat because I just never move. So what would you do? You would just make a bunch of money appear. I mean, obviously, you'd probably just make a bunch of money appear at first, right? Just like whenever. Well, I mean, you that's it. simple enough, yeah. But then you still have the power, and you still have to live your life, right? Right. That's the first ten seconds of having the. Oh, mm -hmm. there's money. Boom. Now what do you do? What about teleportation? You could just teleport anywhere you wanted. So I'm hesitant because of the interaction of teleporting. Like, I don't know what it would be like while you're teleporting when like, you're all those little pieces and shit. I just, I don't know. Let's say you experience it as just like you blink and then you're all just of a there. sudden, yeah, you're just there. Maybe other people will see it differently, but you experience it as a blink. No, I would get way too fat. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, because you never see a fat person with telekinesis. You only ever see a really super built, like super person. When you see somebody with the power of teleportation or telekinesis, Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> when you see them. They're rare. They're rare. Every now and then you come across one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I would – it's like super strength. You mm -hmm. know, if I had super strength, I would never exercise again. I'd become terribly unhealthy. So you almost have to have regular strength to keep yourself, like, healthy. So was there ever <laughs> any – and this doesn't even have to be superhero per se, but was there anybody that – I'm trying to think of how to word this. Like any cartoon or character that you were just super into when you were younger. Like like some people could say Scooby-Doo or something like that, right? But just like any specific like character growing up from stories or comic books or cartoons that you really enjoyed that really stuck with you over the years. Well, as a small child, um, I, I did have a strange uh, – fascination with Barney. I was really into Barney. I was into Barney at one point. Kid. Um, probably till almost too old of an age. Really? 
Uh, like nine or ten, maybe eleven. Okay. It's pretty into Barney. How's <laughs> that kid? Um, and then after that, no, I was so all over the place. I was very much like an ADD kid. I, I would get bored of one character after a while. Okay. But what I will say is I did play a lot of like video games. Okay, and I okay. particularly enjoy um, adventure kind of games. And in that, you usually make a character who is a hero, right? Right. And I will say that when I create characters, I very much prefer to specialize than to be like a little bit good at everything. I would rather be a master at one thing uh-huh. and like put all my experience points, it's like everything into one thing, be super good at it, than be like average at a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, I never like druids. Druids can be, like, they can do anything, but they're only kind of good at everything. Oh, I would so much rather be, like, a knight and be amazing with a sword or, like, a caster and be super good with fire spells. That's how it's – so every time I play video games like that, I always just go for strength. Like, my oh. like my number – bash your way through it. Yeah, my number one thing, like, goal is every time I play a game, it's like I want to be able to just slash them once and then kill them. So I'll usually just spend time leveling up my character's strength a lot. What if you can shoot a fireball at him and and kill him? I mean, I'll use those as tools. I won't neglect those things, but, you know, I like in games, I'm like, oh, what do you want to specialize in? I'm always like strength. Maybe maybe I have super strength. Maybe that's what I want. I always did agility. I always liked the rogue, like the stabby backstab come out of the shadows when you're already weak. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, That was always a character I liked. The... The the way that it's like I don't even feel like you could do that because like games I saw I saw a friend playing a game once and cool story yeah. thank you thank you <laughs> but well it was during the create your character screen right like right, your yeah. avatar oh. or whatnot but there were so, there were so many fucking options anymore oh, of yeah. what you could do oh, with crazy. a like there were literally like 15 classes uh-huh. that you could choose from Dude, nowadays you can choose like where they're from and that makes yeah. a difference you can choose their bloodline and that'll make a difference you can choose like what kind of school they went to to learn in mm-hmm. and that it's intense now dude and it just gives you this web, and it shows, okay, everything's going here anymore. And yeah. I'm, I'm always just yeah. like, just give me strength, give me strength. Well, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll never have to actually meet any kind of superhero um, because I don't know if I would do well in that situation. Um, I feel like I would get a lot of anxiety if I saw someone just, like, picking up a car. Well, just knowing that somebody like that is currently existing, I think that knowledge alone is just like, all right, well... Yeah, I don't know that, that I would be able to sleep well at night with that. Plus, you're talking about, I mean, you, they've even touched the, on this in some superhero movies, you know, the destruction of cities and such because of what they're doing. Yeah, it's, nobody's got it's time like a, for that. It almost becomes another, like, dis, like natural disaster of, like, you know, oh, we got Hurricane Ivan coming in. Oh, we got Superman fighting with, you know, Thor today. Like, <laughs> you think God we don't have to deal with that. Yeah, no That would be kidding. ridiculous. No kidding. Ah, uh, we'll just do things the old, good old-fashioned way. The good old-fashioned way. Well, I think, I mean, if we hit on all of our topics on superheroes, I think that's... that's you know, I'm sorry I wasn't here. more informed on superheroes today. Um, if I could, I would go back and redo my whole childhood just for this moment. <laughs> I feel like the last hour would have been 
better if I knew more. No, it was a good conversation. Like I said, I, I almost wanted to just see somebody's opinion who doesn't have the same kind of like comic book nerd or like superhero kind of nerd aspect that some other people do, you know? I'm a different kind of nerd. And, but I mean, that's what was cool though, <laughs> you know, just knowing the your opinions. But thank you guys so much for uh, watching, uh, or not watching. Thank you so much for listening to us today, guys. We hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast about superheroes. Um, well, again, we'll have another exciting subject for you tomorrow. Remember, you can follow us on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we still have our GoFundMe going, gofundme.com forward slash Hardly Millennial. You can check us out there, throw some money in the jar. And yeah, any, <laughs> Great effect. <laughs> I love it. Any last words, Matthew? Um, you know, I just want to thank you guys again. You guys have been... Um, just crazy amounts of support has been coming from you guys lately. And um, it keeps me and Adam going. You know, it keeps the fire inside our bellies burning strong. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's phenomenal. I didn't I really didn't think that we would get to this point this quickly. Yeah, so it's... I just want to thank you guys for giving us this opportunity to do this for you. Yeah, thank you a lot, guys. We we appreciate all the views, the comments, the subscribers, and just anybody who just decides to click on one of our links. That's really cool, guys. Thank you. Well, we'll see you on the next one, guys. See you later.